The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. (laughs) Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where we uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, here on Unity Online Radio, and so happy to be with you today. The name of the game today, the show in its entirety, is all about you, you and your dreams. So call in if you've got a question, a dream, or even a question about why you're not remembering your dreams, or about how to have more lucid dreams, or about how to feng shui your dream zone so that you have sweet dreams, or to even help you remember your dreams. The number to call is 816 816- Two five one three five five five. Again, eight one six two five one three five five five. Okay, <clears throat> before we get too far down this rabbit hole, let's do a little prayer, shall we? So, I'd love to invite you to turn within for a, pre- a brief and precious moment. Ah, so, just unplugging from all of the stuff except for the show, obviously. <laughs> And just drop all the way into that sweet, sweet center. You're the heart of your heart, the that place at the center of your soul. Let's just release and let go of everything else, all the commotion, all the stories that we tell ourselves, all of the politics and all of the stuff of the world. Just for this moment, let's find our center and ah, bask in the sweetness of this moment, knowing that all is well here and now in this present moment, no matter what's going on around us. So as we keep dropping our anchor deeper and deeper with every moment we spend together today, we simultaneously open ourselves up with every brand new breath to receive the sunlight of the spirit. Let's open the doors and windows and portals of our mind and heart and spirit to receive the blessings that are here for us, to receive the influx of blessings and insight and ahas and clarity and guidance because it's all here right now. All we have to do is become available to it, open to it. We don't have to conjure it up. We don't have to go looking for it or seeking for it or trying to become anybody. 
different than who we are in order to be worthy of it, all we have to do is breathe and open and intend and allow that which is already here to reveal itself to us. It's like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. It's like Easter. It's just the sweetest moment at all times right now. We've won the lottery. It's all here for us. So collectively, let's just take a big deep breath and receive these blessings that are here for us now. And as we do this for ourselves, we become more lucid in our dreams. We become more lucid in this dream that we're having together and we help others around us because we're raising the lucidity quotient around us, knowing that as we are lifted, all are lifted. So in, with gratitude for Unity Online Radio, for Jeff and Louie and Diane Ray and all the wonderful souls behind the scenes bringing this recording to us, we just give so much thanks. I give thanks for Nancy T for joining me. I give thanks for the Oracle card she's about to pull from the Dream Oracle deck. I give thanks for Rasuli, the amazing artist, and just all the blessings that bring us to this precious moment. And to you, wonderful listener, thank you so much for being here with us. If it weren't for you, there would be no show. So we just ah, allow this moment to be as full and as conscious and awake and as dreamy as it could possibly be for the highest good of all concerned. And so it is, all men, all women, ah, dreams. Ah, hello, Nancy T. Hello, Kelly. Hi, my sweet. So what dream oracle card have you pulled for us today? Let's set the tone. Let's see if we can conjure some cool synchronicity for everyone. Okay. I pulled airplane. And you the did. mantra is, uh, yeah, spread your wings and fly. What could be better than that? So okay. the message, yeah, here we go. The message is, your dreams are taking flight and you are awakening the ability to see life from a higher view. This objective perspective makes everything crystal clear. Even challenging circumstances when seen from a bird, bird's eye view become simple. As you rise above the ego, you can truly choose to be the world, but not of it. You are now in the world, but not of it. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Be in the world, but not of it. You are now being presented with an opportunity to soar above the clouds and beyond. And the meaning is liberation. Dreams of an airplane represent the desire and ability to experience life from a higher view, to live on a higher plane. If the plane in your dream is experiencing turbulence, you may be in the midst of a dramatic change and are being shown that you must take some time to stabilize your energy. But if the plane is on the ground, you're being guided to have patience as you prepare for your next journey. If you're soaring through the air, your goals are in mid-flight and you are well on your way to manifesting your desires. And the mantra is, I am supported as I fly to the heights of my fullest potential. Ah, okay, everybody, breathe that in. We are yeah. supported and as just we like fly the girl to the heights. That Rasuli painted mm. so beautifully. He, she's breathing it in. It, it, there's blue. <laughs> there's beautiful blue above her. There's light coming into her chest, and her hair is flowing. She looks like she's flying through the air with green and yellows and golds. It's beautiful. 
Oh my heavens. Rasuli is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for him for being the artist on these decks. He just, mm, he brings it all alive so magically from other dimensions. Ah, all right. So that's the message for today. And I want to make sure that you all have the number to call in if you've got a question about your dreams or about how to feng shui your dream zone. Again, the number is 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555. And in the meantime, we've got some dreams that have been sent to us. And maybe I should talk a little bit about feng shui your dream zone. Have you ever heard of such a thing, Nancy T.? Well, I've heard a lot about feng shui, but my dream zone, not yet. This is a new one. (laughs) Nancy's sister, Terry, not Terry T, Terry Negrin, is a feng shui expert as well, as well as a web goddess and many, many, many Mm -hmm. other things. Um, So, all right, I guess I will talk about, I'm going to give a little bit of a spoiler alert when it comes to feng shuiing your dream zone. It's the five tips are about paying attention to your five senses. Um, And I actually learned about this from Marie Diamond, who I've had on this show before. She was the feng shui expert that was featured in the movie, The Secret. She Mm. was talking about, and we, this is the place where we bonded and totally like just fell in love with each other. She was talking about from her perspective, from a feng shui perspective, there's no room in the house more important than your bedroom. Because that's where you get nourished. That's where you get nurtured. That's where you get rejuvenated. And so many people do the quote unquote, according to her, the wrong things in their dream zone. Like a lot of people, for example, like an ocean theme, because we all like, you know, so many of us like um, mermaids and whales and dolphins. But she said that Mm -hmm. when you're looking, so this is our five senses. The first one is sight, our visual. So if we are looking out on any images. And even if it's on like a vision board, if it's an image of the ocean, she says our subconscious mind will think that we're actually in the ocean as we're sleeping or that we're, and so many people that have ocean themes around them dream of drowning or of having too much water. And it's actually not the best feng shui symbol to have in your bedroom. Would you have known that Nance? And are you an well, ocean you know, girl? I would have thought that, but I would have thought it for a different reason. And I've always been told that that water is is involves movement. There's a lot of movement in and out. And if you want a steady relationship, you wouldn't want something like that to be a symbol in your bedroom because then that just that implies you know a rotating door and hello, I'm open to everybody, <laughs> which is not <laughs> what you're trying to do. I'm <laughs> everybody's buddy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So that would be why I wouldn't do it. This is good. This is more information to confirm no water in the bedroom. And I think, I mean, just from myself, my perspective, because I'm not a feng shui expert, but I know a lot of them. But I want to say, I believe ultimately it's done unto you as you believe. So if you're somebody who really loves the water and you really want to have a water themed bedroom, then go for it. And if it's working for you, then awesome. But, you know, um, Remember Claire Wineland? I've talked a lot yeah. about her on the show. Mm-hmm. So I brought Marie Diamond with me to meet Claire years ago, like maybe five years ago. And she had been given six months to live at that point. And the Make-A-Wish Foundation, um, they made a wish, made her wish come true. And she wanted to have a whole new bedroom set created. So they gave her this beautiful 
bedroom set and it was all dolphin and whale and mermaid oriented. So it was as if she was swimming in water, like her whole bedroom was like being in the ocean. And Marie was Mm. like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but cystic fibrosis is you're actually drowning like in your own lungs. She's like, can you put some earth in here? Like, can you put some browns and some some like earthy rock symbols and things to balance this. Like you don't have to change the whole thing, but I would anyway, Claire did. And she ended up having five more years with us on the planet. So I don't know. I like to think that there was something in, there may have been something in what, what Marie shared with her that helped her stay around a little longer. I don't know. Is that a little freaky? I don't think so. I think, I think that's true. I mean, really, if you imagine balance, for everybody is good, right? So she brought right. balance to her room. That's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Thank goodness, so, too, because she contributed so much to the world in those five years. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. I love that woman. Person. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. She did so much in those last five years. She created her, her YouTube channel. And she's so if people don't know who we're talking about, Claire Wineland, you can look up the Clarity Project on YouTube and find some of her video super inspiring. So anyway, your sense, let's talk about what to do. I'm going to talk about the don'ts and the do's. Some of the do's are, are create images that do inspire you like a vision board. And for example, images that relate to your romantic life are particularly great to have in the bedroom. So if you want to find images of you and your partner or images from a magazine or a Harlequin romance or whatever it is, mm-hmm. make sure that the images are really inspiring. Not like, I know that there was um, this image that a friend of mine loved and it was from one of the old goddess stories. It was the, it was the lady on the lake and it was a woman like this beautiful goddess on a canoe with like looking over her shoulder. But what she didn't realize is that image was from a story about how her love had just been killed and she's going off on the canoe <laughs> to end her life. It was like, oh, take oh, that oh, off oh. your wall. you got to have the image of the love coming together, like being united, like maybe even some Kama Sutra, you know, image or some something where there's like, ah, they found each other. They're together. It's all working out. Not any pictures of you by yourself <laughs> and not Romeo any pictures with you want to stay away from them. You want to stay away from them. Right. So pictures yeah. that are positive. Right. Marie Diamond always recommends Kilmt. I think it's Cl- no Klimt, the the yes. artist oh, that has Gustav this. Klimt. Yes. Gustav Klimt. Exactly. The, the image of the kiss. Exactly. Like something that is all about people coming together, finding each other. So that kind of thing. Um, I recently, Dana and I were just back at Garden of the Goddess in Santa Fe, and we found some stuff that we left behind in this, these beautiful Buddhas, a Buddha female and male that were, that are like wrapped around each other. It was this golden statue that we were given for our wedding and we left it there. I'm like, no, this has to come home with us. It's so beautiful. So that's like a perfect image to have on your nightstand or nearby. Okay. So Kelly, what else about that? I have to what? tell you, I have to tell you, what? I used to have tell a statue me. 
And it, I don't know if it was the same thing, but it's these, it was these lovers. It was a man and a woman. And at the time I was dating a guy, he had a real broad chest and he was bald. And this was what this looked like. And then the girl looks like she had big wide hips like me with long hair. <laughs> it, was, it looked like it wow. was us. And it was this beautiful <gasps> statue and they're intertwined. Sounds just <gasps> like what you're talking about, except for it was in the versions of the two of us. Um, oh. And I loved it. I mean, I bought that thing before I met him and then I met him and went, oh mm. my gosh, it was amazing. And I loved it. And then eventually it, it, it fell and it broke. Ooh. And, uh, okay. and I, a new I, one. Well, he and I broke up too. So it isn't that something. Whoa. Okay. So how about time that? For a new one. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is why, this is why, you know, it's the simple thing people could do is open up some magazines and because those the images from magazines aren't as apt to break. <laughs> you could just stick them on your wall, put them in a pretty frame. My friend, Sam Collins, who I actually have been bringing her up lately. I brought her up in my email last week um, or a post on Instagram that I made. Um, she wrote a book called Radio Heaven. And she talks about the power of vision boarding and how years before she met her husband, she found this image of a guy that she just thought was gorgeous and all these images of California. And she'd been living in the UK. Anyway, her husband, who is from, he's from the UK, but she met him in California. He looks exactly like the dude in her vision board. I mean, there could not be a male model on the planet that looked, that looks more like him. He's like the spitting image. So, and she put it in her bedroom so that she could see it before she went to sleep. Marie Diamond would have you take it up a notch on her Marie Diamond app. You can actually plug in your birth information and she gives you your success direction in every room you're in. So she would say, put your vision board, not just next to your nightstand or on the, on the wall next to you, but in a particular corner of your bedroom so that, so that it's like you're having success plus romance in that area. So I hope that's not getting way too woo woo, but it's, I think her app is just a few dollars. It's really one of the most amazing feng shui apps on the planet. And it's just called the Marie Diamond app. So anyway, I highly recommend it. Nancy, you got to try it and get back to us and let us know. Oh yeah. That sounds amazing. And you know, I I commissioned Terry Negron, the same person who we were just talking about earlier to do a painting for my bedroom to (gasps) create the, the energy and the inspiration that I want, you know, and, and it was, it was like a vision board in that I selected every single thing in it, but she did it. She made it happen. And it's beautiful. It's got all of the colors I wanted. It has two lovebirds on a branch and on one of my my favorite trees, the Japanese blossom, uh, beautiful. And, uh, it, it does every morning when I wake up and I look at it, I I feel all this beauty and it does inspire Mm -hmm. me. So I, I feel love when I see it. Wonderful. And even more than inspiring us in our waking state, the whole point is that we look at it before we go to sleep. So our subconscious mind gets a good snapshot of that. And our subconscious mind, which according to the American Hypnosis Association is 88% of our mind's power. So it takes those symbols and images and and takes it and like we're passing the baton to it and it goes running and creating the images and aligning us with it so that if it, so when it comes into our life, we we've been, we're prepared for it. We don't have to sabotage ourselves. It's not like too good to be true. And we have to like 
wish it away. We are ready for it. So that's like, it's so powerful to really ensconce ourselves in our dream zone in the most feng shui, happy way. So let's talk about a dream that's been sent to us before we go on to the next principle of the feng shui our dream zone. What, What do you have? Okay, one of the best ones that I saw that came in and just tickled me pink. There's a woman who <laughs> sends in a dream. <laughs> Her name is Charlene, and she had a dream about the, you remember the giraffe from the Toys R Us campaign, Jeffrey the Giraffe? Well, back yes. in the day, when that used to be on the, on the TV and on the radio and everything, she loved that giraffe. She just loved it. And I know you can relate to being in love with a giraffe. And she... <laughs> Was <laughs> yes, I can. It, yes, right. We'll tell the people that in a moment. But she had a dream. Mm-hmm. She was at work, and Jeffrey was her boss. Jeffrey the giraffe. Oh my god! And in real life, her boss is very intimidating. She doesn't feel appreciated by him. But in her dream, Jeffrey really appreciated her work and was really kind and loving towards her. It was a warm work environment. Mm. What do you think of that? Is that a great dream? That's it's a great dream. Yeah. So I would say for Charlene and for everybody who's got a boss that is intimidating to them, ima- instead of imagining them in their underwear or naked, imagine them as your favorite plush toy or your favorite animal that you <laughs> loved or cartoon that you loved when you were a kid. Like imagine that that's them. So I think that's it's one way of creating a a level playing field between Charlene and her boss and even accessing the boss aspect of her because everyone in the dream is an aspect of the dreamer, according to the late great father of psychotherapy, Carl Jung. So I would say she's, she's creating headway between where she's at in her work situation and coming more into her own leadership, her own inner authority as the boss aspect and finding a friendly connection as opposed to thinking, that the boss aspect of her or literally her boss is something so intimidating, such a they, like even a, sh- a lot of people have their boss um, as like a shadow character, like in that movie, Terrible Bosses. Did you ever see that, Nance? Yes, I did. It's hilarious. With Jennifer Aniston. Oh my God, so funny. But so many people demonize their boss or shadowize their boss because they don't want to step into the authority of their own life. But in order to become more powerful, we have to own our inner boss. Even if you're going to have a boss in your waking life, you still need to own the own the best space, the best seat in the house as your own. So I think this is like, this is such a wonderful dream, not just for her own self-empowerment, but even possibly for her own career advancement. So, um, and a, and a giraffe just as a symbol by itself, even not the cartoon version, but a giraffe, I always think of giraffes as because their necks are so high, they're not afraid to stick their neck out and they, they do it with so much love and they go straight up to the top. They're connected to the heavens. Their head is in the clouds, but their feet are on the ground. And they are highly conscious beings. Marshall Rosenberg, the gentleman who brought nonviolent communication to the world, he always uses giraffes as the symbol and the model for nonviolent communication because he says they're the they have the biggest heart of any land mammal so this is like a big hearted high-minded way of being 
And I think that's a wonderful strategy for career advancement. So those are some thoughts that come to me. What about you, Nance? What is this giraffe as, and giraffe, Jeffrey the giraffe, no less, as as Charlene's yeah. boss? What does that do for so you? That was a celebrity she dreamt about, if you think about it. <laughs> but Yes, that's I, true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, what was amazing to me is it reminded me of, you know how you'll be helping a person with their dream and you help them to alchemize it and find a way to make it more accessible to them, more um, to help them in their waking life. This is something you might have suggested to her. How about if you imagine him this way? It's, uh, that's what right. first struck me when I read it. It was like, you would have told her to do that. You would have absolutely told her to do it. So I feel like she's she's advanced in her dreaming because she's doing it in right. her dream. She's like, you know what? I got this. I'll just I'll just make him the it. most friendly character I could ever create. So she's she's pretty brilliant behind the scenes in her subconscious. I'm I'm impressed. Uh, but additionally, mm. I was thinking that the very fact that yes, he is a giraffe, but she, and he's he is you know his head is high and and everything that she. Mm obviously is coming into her own taller proud you know i've always felt found yes. that you know stand tall when you feel like okay i'm owning this i've got this and and not be intimidated by someone who is so intimidating th- that she said her boss is i just i i see it as such a warm sweet loving dream i love that she had it mm. and i love that she did the she did the homework in the dream what you would oh, yeah. always tell people to alchemize their dreams, to finish it off the way, what would make you feel best? And she did it. So I don't have so much of a, com- a comment on the dream itself, uh, more as a compliment to her. You did the Kelly thing while you were dreaming. <laughs> way to go, Charlene. Way to go. <laughs> and I think the, yeah. the takeaway in it for everyone is we all have, I would, I would assert that we all have some part of our life that that is intimidating some some person in our life that we have to deal with that is challenging um whether we put them above us or or maybe it's maybe it's a family member or whatever it is somebody but if we if we can project onto them this this I like that it's toys are us it's like a game it's like it's this wonderfully warm and fuzzy energy then i think it creates less dissonance cuz often the person keeps becoming be, keeps being a nemesis in some way because we we keep holding them in this difficult way and then we keep holding ourselves as i mean i was just talking to somebody the other day about a spiritual teacher of mine in the past that intimidated the heaven out of me. And it brought out the worst in me. I always felt around her like a little kid that was always in trouble and I was always getting it wrong and I could never quite breathe and I could never quite feel comfortable. So I'm doing this for myself. I'm imagining that this person, even though they're not in my life in that same way, I'm imagining that they're this fuzzy, yummy being. And the truth is they are. All they do is mean to love. It's not like they are inherently a jerk or inherently mean. Part of what evokes the meanness from them is this is seeing them in the wrong way. Anyway, we're going to come back and talk about the rest of the principles of feng shuiing your dream zone on the other end of this break. And we're going to talk about your dreams. So join us here on Unity Online Radio, 816-251-3555. We will be right back with you and your dreams.
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unity Online Radio is bringing the message of unity to thousands of spiritual seekers around the world. If you enjoy our programming, we invite you to support it by visiting unityonlineradio.org and clicking on Donate Now. Help us continue to provide inspiring content to everyone. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. Who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. You remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and aligning ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Discover the path to wealth with May McCarthy, May 17th to 19th at the Art of Living Retreat Center in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. May will share her seven-step daily practice to achieve goals in every area of your life, including your finances, career, and relationships. A best-selling author, angel investor, and entrepreneur, May has been building highly successful businesses for over 35 years. You can achieve your dreams. Go to artoflivingretreatcenter.org to find out more. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Is life getting you down? Don't worry. Choose happy. Join Dr. Marissa Pay every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central and get ready to shift your outlook. Dr. Marissa is an organizational psychologist and life balance coach who will help you to process the tough stuff. Get real life strategies you can use today to experience more hope and happiness. Call in and join the live show or listen later on demand only on UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream, and I am Kelly Sullivan Walden, a.k.a. Dr. Dream. So happy to be with you today. And remember to call if you have a dream that you would like to share or have a little light shed on or a little 
I don't know, if you want to talk about it with Nancy T and I, the number is 816-251-3555. 816-251-3555. So we've had lots of really cool dreams sent to us. And um, we're going to talk about them in a minute. We're also going to finish the five tips for how to feng shui your dream zone so that you can sleep your way to success. Not in that way, in, you know, mm-hmm. sleeping and dreaming your way to success, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what I mean. Tell them what I really mean. Um, so, but before we do all, that, not what you're thinking, people. Come on, um, that's not this kind. It's not the kind of show this is. Um, but I just wanted to say I'm just so excited about Marianne Williamson. She, we, she, we're going to have her on the show one of these days very soon. So stay tuned for that. But she, you know, she's one of our own. She's like. She's written so many books that have been my Bibles, the A Return to Love and A Woman's Worth and Illuminata and The Soul of America. And I'm so excited that she's running for president. She's really running. Like it's not just a publicity stunt. She just did the most amazing CNN town hall um, a little over a week ago. And then she was on MSNBC News on Easter. Nancy, did you get a chance to see any of those? Or did you see the email that I sent yes, out that I has did. all that? And I've actually, in looking for it, I, I saw some of it. And then I saw clips from her speaking everywhere. She's just so well-spoken. She has such a clear vision for what she wants for the country. And it makes so much sense. It, Doesn't she's it? She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. God, I it would just be. a hard sell for the average Joe. Not everyone's going to get it if they're not, you know, spiritually in that in that space. But mm-hmm. I hope that they listen to her because she has a lot to share. I think she does a really good job of, about bringing the airy fairy down to the nitty gritty. Like she's so not airy yeah. fairy. She's talking about the politics no. of love, but she's not talking about. It's like so not over people's head because she's like makes it she's like, OK, if you look at the politics of fear, you can see how how suicide bombers. That's like that. That is like the ultimate um, politics of fear manifesting into something. And she said, but the the force of love is taking care of children. It's health care. It's it's take it's making reparations. That That's what the politics of love is all about. It's not about just um, kind of sending good vibes to people. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's about positive action to actually make it so that people aren't desperate because it's desperate people that do the most terrorizing things. If people in our country and around the world weren't so desperate, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be the breeding ground for, for terrorism and things like that. So it's, it's super proactive and it, it meets, I think it gets to the underlying issues. And believe me, I am not somebody, I mean, we had, we had a listener um, send me an email saying, Kelly, you're assuming everybody listening to Unity Online Radio is a Democrat. And I, I want to speak to everyone. I don't think that everyone's a Democrat that's listening right now. And I don't mean to put anybody off and this isn't a po- political show, but I do have to say, Marianne Williamson, I think across the board, most people that listen to Unity Online Radio love Marianne Williamson. And I think we should all be inspired that someone who's a part of our community is stepping out in such a public way. And even if she doesn't win, I hope she does. Even if she doesn't win, she's getting this message of love in action heard by millions and millions of people. And that 
has got to be a good thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm, I'm super inspired. What do you think, Nance? Wouldn't it be amazing? What a dream it would be if she made, if she became our prez. Oh my gosh. Well, that would be an incredible, incredible new step forward for the United States that I would love to see. I'd love to see us approaching things with, she is like a holistic approach instead of it just being political and what can we gain from it? What's in it for us? It's, it's more about what's in it for everyone. And when you come from a place like that, where there's that love behind it, and, and instead of it being, how can we, you know, how can we belittle this, this group of people? Or how can we, you know, repress that one? It's, it's not that it's so it's, it's really, and I, I would love mm. to see her um, at least progress forward to the point where maybe, you know, she's at least in an advisory position, something, just something to have oh. that in our mix with our politics to take it from, and because so much of it isn't, it, it used to be that politics, um, I believe they, they try to work towards a common goal and now no one can even agree on the goal. So if she could infuse some of her, her love language into that, yeah. I would, I would just be really amazed. It would and be broke. amazing. And you know, even like a lot of people I know that love her, like, oh, she's not going to win. And why is she doing this? And uh, and I think, you know what, just watch her town hall, watch her CNN town hall. It was an hour special just on her. Just watch it. Right. At least just watch it before you weigh in your opinion. It was just <laughs> so good. She didn't miss one beat. She didn't miss, there was not one no. wasted word. It was so gorgeous. Anyway, super inspiring. All right. Let's talk a little bit about more of the principles of feng shui. And then we've got a lot of dreams to get to. So we're going to rip on through these. So um, we've got our sense of sight. Nancy, pick one of the other five senses and I'll like, as if we're doing a Vanna White, picking it out of the, out of the hat. Okay. I'm going to go with sound, hearing. <laughs> sound. <laughs> All right. So sound, what, so we need to, so really this is about catering to our five senses and sconcing ourselves in the best way possible. So our sense of sound is so important. So many people have interrupted sleep and therefore interrupted dreams based on the noises that we hear around us. So it's important, even if you live, like I live in nature and sometimes yes. those birds in the early morning are loud and they will wake me up and I'll have dreams about like being chased by birds. So white noise is so important or some lovely, I mean, I listen to some people that know, Nancy, you know, you've heard me listen to the liquid yeah. mind soundtrack all the time. You're like, it's liquefying my mind, but it's these lovely tones that, that act as white noise. But to me, it's like spa music that puts me in this really happy, heavenly space as I'm sleeping. So it's important to have, if you're going to have sound around you, make sure that it's neutral, pleasant, and that you're not waking yourself up to a loud, crazy alarm. If you can have something that's got some Tibetan bells or something that's just like a creek running by, something that will wake you up in the morning, but it's not going to completely scare the living daylights out of you. So sound around you is super important. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? Oh, wow. Sound. Um, I, <laughs> you know, I'm an oddball. You may never hear this from anyone else on the planet, but I love to hear someone snore. That oh my God. sleeping keeps me asleep. I know. Is that crazy? I'm the only person <laughs> I've ever heard say that. So I, I like some sort of consistent sound. It can be white noise. It can be music. It can be traffic. I used to live on a busy street and hear all the traffic going. And that just, 
it just puts me to sleep. I as long as it's consistent. It's it's a consistent something. Yes, I I used to hire this painter and I'd have him paint and I'd tell him I want this there and this there and that color this and all of that and how about that trim and he would start with that roller and I'd hear that sound and I was out like a light. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Asleep to the sound of the rolling of the paint up and down the wall. Oh so for, I I mean it all soothes me. It all soothes me. There's not much that I think does wake me up. It- though I'm not that. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, because you've got a clear conscience. That's why. So the bottom line is, is it's good to have some like be proactive. I know so many people. I have, I know some people that have a neighbor that that is always furious at the surrounding neighbors because of the sounds they make. I'm like, dude, get some serious white noise because you can't just be this like wild banshee because your neighbors have a dog that barks or somebody has a lawnmower in the morning or somebody's car alarm goes off in the middle of the night. If you live in the city, you need to be proactive and maybe get some sound canceling headphones so that you can sleep in a peaceful way. Your sense of the sense of sound is super important. Also, by the way, speaking of sense of sound, this is a great, it's a great opportunity to listen to something soothing and inspiring to bring you into sleep time. I've got a free dream declaration meditation and I've got some new heroes journey Mm -hmm. dream meditations that will be coming out that you can listen to as you go to sleep and hopefully you fall asleep before it's over so that you're nice and in bed and sleeping and you're and you're like off to sleep in a really wonderful way but it's important to address your sense of hearing okay so what other sense nancy we've got sight we've got sound which one what do you want to do next smell smell (laughs) oh my god i know all right in a nutshell this one is also super important nancy says it smell like she's pinching her nose um there was actually a study out of Mannheim, germany about 10 years ago that was about how the our sense of smell affects our dreams and the conclusion was sweet smells create sweet dreams but that also means that um funky smelling things also create funky dreams so if <laughs> so it's important to have natural like um if you're going to burn a candle before you go to sleep make sure that it's it's all natural that it's like a soy candle that it's not funky um the sense of smell like if you've got somebody in your room with you that's flatulent or if you are just light some incense get up and get something because you're likely to have a dream that goes south if there's a bad smell in the room that sounds really bad but also if you can have like an open window so you've got fresh air blowing through your room even if it's even if you're in a chilly environment I, I know somebody who swears even when it's snowing outside keeping some window open to have fresh air moving through her dream zone. She swears that it's part of her secret for success. So that may be too much for you. Maybe you just need to get a little fan or something to move the air, but sense of smell is muy importante. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go, let's go to the one that's directly connected to that one. Um, taste. taste. Shall we do taste next? Yeah. Yeah. So some people like a midnight snack. And if you get up and have some juice or something often, it's gonna, it might taste fine initially, but after you're asleep for a little while, it's gonna become a funky taste in your mouth. So if you're gonna eat or drink something right before bedtime or in the middle of your sleep time, 
do yourself a favor and get some mouthwash and brush a brush a brush a flush it out so that you've got a minty taste in your mouth because your sense of taste in your mouth is absolutely going to affect your dreams. And the thing is, is that, and Marie Diamond and I talk about this all the time, there's some things in this universe that you can't control, but she believes that at least in the realm of feng shui, 30% of your luck, you can control, you can arrange, you can move things around in your bedroom, you can, in your dream zone, you can brush your teeth, you can do certain things that influence 30% of your luck. So taste your sense of taste, your sense of smell, touch, and, and vision um, these are all our, we haven't even talked about touch. We haven't even touched on touch. We have go to that one next or we should we save it? We haven't touched on it just yet. Well, why don't we uh, and then come to touch? How about it. that? Perfect. How about that? Let's do it. Give me a drink. All right. So with, this one came from Kim and Kim is, it's a, she keeps having recurring dreams about her boyfriend. They recently broke up. It's been a few, maybe a couple months. I'm not quite sure how long, not too long. And she keeps dreaming of them being together. And they're just sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. And he's always there just talking to her. There's no altercation. Mm-hmm. There's no anything. But it's as though he was, nothing's ever happened. They never broke up. Oh, What's Kim. Oh, yeah. my heavens. All right. And well, it's frustrating for her, these dreams, by the way. Very frustrating. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get over him. She's trying to get past all of that. And, she, and he keeps showing up every night. Oh my heavens. Okay. So here's what I have to say. Yeah. First of all, I can relate to this kind of dream so much more than you know, from past relationships that were left undone. So many times when we break up with somebody, it's like the word breakup is the perfect word because we feel broken after our hearts feel broken. Our spirits feel a little broken. We feel off. And, and I believe our dreams are our best allies and they're trying to help us become unbroken. They're trying to help us to put the pieces back together, although in a wabi-sabi kind of a way. And that's the Japanese art form that says if something's broken, like a valuable vase or painting, you put it back together, but you put gold in the crack. So it ends up becoming more valuable than it was when it started. Mm. So I believe your dreams are trying to wabi-sabi you, Kim. They're trying to help you to come back together, but in a new and better and more valuable way. So if you look at your dreams as these dreams, these are this is like, I believe these dreams are trying to help make reparations. I believe showing the two of you connecting, even though the conscious part of you wakes up and says, oh, but it's it's torturing me. Really, it's showing you that on a spiritual level, you are connected. I believe, and this is in A Course in Miracles, and I'm not exactly quoting it right, but it's something, it says something along the lines of, if you've ever loved anybody, that love never ends. That love is the only thing that's real. And it continues and it goes on and on and on. And to me, that is a healing, comforting thing to think. When I look back at like Julio Iglesias, of all the men I loved before, oh my God, could I have sung that any more sad? (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Ethel Merman, not Julio Iglesias at all. <laughs> when I think about my past loves, when I when I think about them from the perspective of, I'm just going to pick one, for example. I've got one in my mind right now. And we ended in a really heartbreaking way. But in my mind, I'm imagining that the love is the only thing that's real. And that part of us, we're sitting across from each other, still loving each other. That heals my heart in the present and in the past. 
and even in the future. So I believe that that if you could think of it more as the as a parallel plane, not necessarily something to give you hope about coming back together in this life, like consider that that chapter is over. And if it's, if you're meant to come back together in this life, then you will be pleasantly surprised and delighted if it does, but let, let that go. This dream, I don't think is meant to give you hope about that. It's meant to help to put the pieces back together. So whatever is next for you will be as good or better, but most likely better than what you had before. And it may be with somebody completely different, but you're healing that part of you so that you're not going to be broken moving forward. So that's what I think if it were my dream. Nancy, what about you? Have you ever had a dream like that where you've been connected to an ex and, and you're dreaming about them kind of in a positive way? Oh, Nancy, I can't you know, hear you. Oh, 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 there you are. I'm sorry. You you cut out, and now you're back, and I'm so glad, because I did okay. want to weigh in on this dream, too. Um, I I think with with uh, Kim, I always talk to her. I actually know this person, and she, I always talk to her about Byron Katie, and you know how sometimes we get all wrapped up in our emotions and the things that are happening in our lives, and, and then Byron Katie says, but in reality, my feet are firmly planted on the floor. I'm sitting in a mm-hmm. chair. It's pretty comfortable. Yes. You know, I feel like it's showing her that not that much has changed. You're still at the table and there's still a part of you that, that could, just like you said, your higher self that could still be with him and still just conversing just fine. And those parts are the things that you should cherish. Those parts of those moments when it was so beautiful, when you did connect on a good level and that's what you take forward in is just that you had that with someone and you have the ability to have that with a partner. And so yes. this, this, this being able to just be still with someone and, and just have a nice conversation, it's, it's absolutely gold. And that's what you get to take away to your next venture, whatever it is. Ah. I'm in the middle of reading um, Ginny Gentry's book, Dreaming Down Heaven, actually the screenplay version of it, which is really wonderful. And and it's reminding me of one of the things that happens to the protagonist in the story is that in her in her series of relationships, she makes up the story that men always leave me. And and you see how because she believes that it's, it becomes true for her. And at the end of a relationship, it can be very tempting to make up a very disempowering story about ourselves. It never works out for me. Nobody really loves me. They'll always leave blah, blah, blah. But if we could make up the story, like your dream, I believe Kim is trying to help you make up is that no, the love is always real. And the fact that I've loved means that I'm a champion. It's a lot easier mm-hmm. to fantasize about love from from the stands and but to get down on the field of play and actually open up your heart and to actually go for it. That is courageous. That's a hero's journey. And even if it doesn't last forever, I mean not every relationship is going to last forever. In fact, very mm-hmm. few will. But what if you every what if it fulfilled its doesn't. destiny? <laughs> Every single relationship that doesn't last forever is is what we call failure, but they're all the ones and so the one that does last forever are that, right? 
Yeah. And how do we know? And what is forever anyway? I mean, maybe even a lifetime, that's not forever. So what if, what if you looked at it like I am successful in relationship and even, even if it doesn't end in the most perfect way, I know my soul still, still loves and I can still receive love and there is no lack of love. It never ends. And I'm ready for the next bigger, better opportunity in love than than I could have ever imagined before for myself. So that's what's true for you. And I know that's what's true for me. That's what I made up for myself. I easily could have made up something super disempowering, but but no, these dreams I think are really, really on your side. Okay, so let's talk about maybe we'll do the last I don't know. Did we do four or five yet? What what senses we are we on touch. yet, Nancy? We've got touch. one more touch. We've got to okay. touch on it now. <laughs> we've got to touch on it now. And I know we've still got some yeah. other dreams to talk about too. So we'll still do some of those. Um, all right. So to me, this is really important as well. And I know there's there's been all kinds of scientific um, research done on this. But like if your blankets or sheets are scratchy and not cozy, you're going to, it will affect the way you dream. And also the temperature in the room, if it's too cold or too warm, normally our bodies get hotter than normal as we sleep. So it's good to have the room chillier than you would normally have it. I think they said that 65 to 68 degrees is a really good temperature for your room. And to, so it's better to be a little bit cool than a little bit too hot. So those are temperature kind of things. And if, if you're going to invest in anything for your own self-care, I would say invest in a really soft blanket and some really high quality sheets and pillowcases, because those are what you're wrapped around. I was besides Starbucks um, sponsoring this show. I think Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> should also sponsor this show because I think we need to go and spend, like, invest in some really high quality sleepwear so that our dreams can be. We can be. We can just at least control the controllables. We can't control everything we're going to be dreaming about unless we're Robert Wagner, who we're going to be interviewing on this show pretty soon, who's a lucid dreaming expert as well as Bob Haas. But we can't control everything in our dreams, but we can control so many of the things that will set us up for success so that we can have dreams that our dream time can be really spent in service of our making our greatest dreams come true in our waking life and preparing ourselves subconsciously and consciously to be able to ha- handle all those blessings that are coming up for us. Okay. So what's That's one of, great. let's do another quickie dream before it's time to head out of here. Maybe one or two. Okay. We can get this dream in really fast. This is from Denise. Okay. She keeps having a dream about finding money. Yay, Denise. Ooh. And one hey. time she found it in a military shirt and another one is a military shirt. and Another one was just a regular shirt, but it's always paper money. She never counts it, but she wakes up thinking, geez, I should have counted that. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Why didn't I count that? I want to know how Oh, much. that's there that's so funny. Oh my God. Okay. Well, if it were my dream, I would look at the word play and to count that. Like when we say that counts or that doesn't count, I think having a dream about a financial windfall counts. It really counts. Like it matters. It It's something. It's substantial. When So money is a symbol. Everything in dreams is a symbol, but money is one of the biggest symbols. And it and it never is about it, money itself. It's about what does it symbolize for you. So if it were my dream, money tends to symbolize 
freedom. It symbolizes a feeling of I can do this. I'm a part of this world and I can, I can create what I want. I can buy what I want. Really, it comes back to freedom and also the freedom to be generous, the freedom to be able to do what I want, go where I want. So freedom, freedom, freedom. And money is also a symbol of power. If we have money, then we tend to feel powerful. That's kind of a universal thought. So if you're finding it in a random place and in a shirt, but let's just say finding it anywhere is about realizing that you have power that perhaps you've forgotten about, or you've got status, or you've got freedom that you forgot about. And hello, that's true for all of us. Most of us, even the most quote unquote woke among us, we're really only actualizing about maybe three, maybe 5% of our power of who we really are as spiritual beings having a human experience. So of course we've scattered it all over the place. And of course our dreams are helping us to find that treasure map so that we can find it. So to me, I feel like this dream is helping Denise come into the power that she has forgotten that she has to come into the freedom that she forgot she already has and to come into that sense of wealth. And maybe, yes, it will have its effect in her waking life on coming into more of a windfall. And maybe when it comes to her, a lot of women, we can feel like if the money wasn't expected, we can sometimes go, oh gosh, maybe I need to spend it or get rid of it. or uh, But maybe she'll feel worthy of it and and not feel so inclined to spend it foolishly or give it away. What do you think, Nance, in the few seconds we have remaining? In the few seconds, I would say that if I were getting literal with it and we call it abundance, it reminds me of what we when we say what we want from the universe, the universe wants for us. And that is yes. everywhere. And it's easily found. Easily oh, found. I love that. Oh, my God. What a wonderful note to end this on. We're ending tonight. We're ending today on a windfall. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Nancy T., for joining me today. And thank you also for reading today from the Dream Oracle cards. And if you haven't gotten them yet, go get them online. And the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle will be with you next week, same time, for to talk about you and your dreams. So join us back here next week on Ask Dr. Dream. Until then, don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.